thank you, Jesus. We thank you for the cross. We thank you that by your death on the cross, we are forgiven. There is reconciliation with God. You took upon yourself our sins. You nailed them to the cross. And we who turn back to you, give our lives to you, are forgiven. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the cross, our Lord. And thank you not only for the cross, but thank you that you did not stay dead, but by the power of God, you were raised to new life. You conquered death. You rose once again. You were not in the tomb on that first resurrection Sunday. You had gone ahead of your disciples. Thank you that you go ahead of us. Thank you that you invite us as it were, to come and see the place and to know that you are risen. You are not there. You have gone ahead of us. And you have a place for us. Amen. The first house that I lived in uh, with Chris, we, we lived in a dead end. It was down a footpath. I loved it. In one sense, there was this most beautiful view. I fell in love with it for the moment I saw it, a view that was uninterrupted countryside. But it was a dead end, and it got me thinking. Because actually in that place of being a dead end, a minister came to see Chris and I after we were married and said, I was just passing. God comes to that place that we think is a dead end. And he meets us there. And of course, I know some of you know my story that I met the Lord and the dead end was no longer a dead end but a new beginning, a new beginning. And I met him on a road, it wasn't the Damascus Road, it was a road called the Flanchford Road, a road that I know, the place where I first encountered, as it were for me, the end of death, the beginning of life. <laughs> and I bore my children every time we drive along that road saying this, well, I don't bore them, but you know, I tell them again and again, I'm sure I don't bore them. This was the place, this was the place where I first encountered Jesus. I wonder this morning if we have any situations that feel like we've hit a dead end. That phase where nothing seems to make sense, things seem out of our control. In fact, they are out of our control. 
We can't do anything about it. We not only have that sense of dead end, we experience a dead end. We experience dead end phrases. Why is this happening to me? We ask ourselves, God, did I miss your will? Was this a dream that I just dreamt up? Or something I thought for myself? When we start asking those questions, we're in a dead end and we need God's deliverance. And while we're in that place of waiting, we are waiting for God's deliverance. We need to remember what God can do. Moses, the one who'd been called by God, who'd been equipped by him, was in a very dead end. And yet God spoke life, new life, into that place so that Moses was able to say to the people, do not be afraid, do not be afraid in this place that seems the end. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, will never see, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to stand still. A story that happened, an account that happened. The dead end was there. It was in front of the sea with the Egyptians behind them, the sea in front of them. A seeming dead end in history. But in his story, there was a new beginning. Moses trusted in God and Moses stepped forward. It says in the text, then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. I wonder what your dead end is, where you need deliverance, where you need a parting of the sea. I wonder. You see, there are two things that God can do amongst many others that we cannot do. He can give life to the dead. We see that supremely in raising Jesus from the dead. But we see that in others' lives raised, in new life beginning, in every new life that is given to Christ. And a new life begins. We are a new creation. New, not formed before, but new. And he can create something out of nothing. You see, if God can give life to a dead man, he can give life to a dead career, a dead situation, a dead relationship. Abraham believed in God. 
In Romans it says, Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. It wasn't positive thinking, it was by faith. Abraham believed. It was credited to him and God acted. In situations where we are out of control, positive thinking is clearly worthless. It doesn't change the situation. We need faith in God because he can control what we cannot control. Jesus said as much to his disciples, what is impossible with man is possible with God. God specializes in the impossible. He works miracles all the time. And he can work them in your life and my life too. So I wonder what dead end situation you are facing today. God is ready to turn your dead end into deliverance. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Who have you believed? It says in Joshua. Will you believe in the circumstances or will you believe in a God over and above all circumstances? Let's pray. Holy Spirit, you know the hearts and minds of your people sitting gathered here. You know the situations we are facing. Come, Holy Spirit, lift our eyes to you, the mountain mover, the miracle worker, the one who is a promise keeper. We trust in you. Deliver us from that situation. Just sense the Holy Spirit wanting to say that same phrase that we've heard again and again this morning. Do not be afraid. And a reminder that above all other commands, we are commanded, do not be afraid in this situation. Only believe in a God of miracles. God Almighty, who we've been singing about. Oh Lord, we lift that situation just as Moses lifted the situation of the Egyptians to you. We lift our situation. The people were outnumbered by the Egyptian armies coming behind confronted by an impossible wall before them. By faith, 
by the act of God, the situation was transformed. Calm Holy Spirit. You who are at work in our lives, be at work in those situations. We lift them to you and we lift your name high above them. Jesus, your name on a banner over that situation, over that relationship, over that diagnosis. over whatever is troubling your heart or mind. Pour your spirit out. in his word I am the lifter of heads I sense he first wants to lift your head so that he can speak to you face to face Holy Spirit speak to your children Show them the way they should go. Which tree are you? Do you feel more like a tree in full leaf or one that is bare? The word we had this morning was God may be saying whether you are in full leaf or feeling empty. I am with you. If your roots stay the same in summer or winter, Remain in me as the roots of the tree remain in the soil. Let me be the balancer of your life. It says in Exodus, the Lord will fight for you. You need only stand still. I am the balancer of your life. Stand still before me and because of me, you can stand still, not swayed one way or the other. 
by this situation or that, or the twist and turn of that thing that you have brought before the Lord. I am the balancer of your life. Look to me. I will never leave you or forsake you. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. I will be your strength and your stay. More of your spirit, Lord. sense the Lord saying open up to me now rest in me relax in me you've you've dared to say to me what it is now open yourself fully to me hold nothing back as I held nothing back for you your name be blessed Lord we pray your holy name in and over our life blessed be your name your beautiful name over life's ups and downs blessed be your name